Teddy Roosevelt got straight up you shot. You keep saying Roosevelt? That's his name. You, it's Roosevelt. How do you spell his name? With two O's. Oh, <laughs> my name's Chris Cal. <laughs> <laughs> it's Roosevelt. Try again next Bruce, week, stinky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Teddy Roosevelt. It's Roosevelt. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages, welcome back to V3 Media Group's presentation of Web Devs, where we tell real stories of what it's like to be the tech guys in a technology-laden world. And we are going to have an absolutely great time today. Are y'all ready to get started today? Yep. Yep. All right. We'll go ahead and kick it off. To my left, the first man up today, we have a big man with an even bigger heart. It's cardiomyopathy incarnate, Matthew Allers. Yeah. I, I thought I was getting a derogatory one. Today. That is derogatory. You're dying. Oh, I have a large heart. Like the Grinch. <laughs> if, he, if his heart was actually that large, he would have died immediately. It swole 12 times in a second. Oh, yeah, my ribs! <laughs> and then next up, we have a man who would rather be burned alive than stabbed. Trey Gallant. That's probably true. That's tough. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm terrified of being stabbed. Please don't stab me. And then finally we have poor little Tink Tink, Will Roberts on the <laughs> controls. <laughs> poor Tink Tink. I thought you were about to call me Tinkerbell. <laughs> I would have taken that too, honestly. He was never the same after the incident. <laughs> poor little Tink Tink. Tink Tink. Mm. Um, today we, we have, we have a, a fantastic episode for you. Um, we're really excited. There's a couple things happening today that... Um, most of the people here don't actually know about, but I know about. So there's a surprise coming later. Um, we will all get to enjoy it, which is one of the really important reasons why we are also now including video. But uh, first things first, we need to announce the previous episode's winner. So if we can get a little drum roll going on. Trey Gallant! Yeah! yeah. Wow. Last episode. I'm the best. It was the... Uh, Great Talant. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the winner. And because I won, I'm actually going to let Will take this one. Hey, uh, Will. He's going to bequeath it to Will. Every- I have. Oh, that's such a weird word. Bequeath? <laughs> bequeath. Don't, don't think about it too much. Don't think about it too much. All right, Will. All right, Will, yeah. you won. I'm thinking about You're it too much. Will, Will, Will has, has had the, the winnership bequeathed to him multiple times mm. now. He is, he is the default loser that wins. Yeah, you're, I'm actually not going to let you go first. I'm going to go first because I'm the best. <laughs> well, no, you weren't letting him go first. You were letting him be the winner. Oh, no. no he's, he's not the winner. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Trey, which, so you, which you still means win. he picks the category, then chooses who goes first. <laughs> right. And then you choose who picks the category after that. Okay. <laughs> what? So it never I'm ends. so lost. The no, winner... stop, stop, stop. We're not doing this. We're not doing <laughs> this. All right, so because Trey, I, Trey won. I won. All right, so because I won, the subject I picked was public speaking. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, because mm. I am mm. really, mm. really good at it. Home audience. No, actually, it's actually a pretty, uh, pretty funny thing that my wife and well, my wife jokes towards me at, about is that I have a communication. <laughs> she makes fun of you. Yeah, she makes yeah, fun of me. I have I a communication you. degree, but she was like, "You can't order at a drive-through." Like, <laughs> and so, like, I I'm ch- chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, she's like, right, chicken she's like, you're so awkward all the time, and I was like, I just can't. I can't help that. That's I just, have. A particular tick against people that order through drive-throughs. I can't stand to listen to other people order. Mm. I don't know what the like. I guess you work so in a drive-through. <laughs> How often does this happen? You no, know, like if I'm in the car and Joanne is ordering, or like someone else is ordering in the car. Well, thank 
the Lord that now we have mobile app ordering, so this never happens anymore. But I hate listening to other people order. Do you critique the way that they're delivering their requests? Maybe. Is that what it is? I don't, like, know, what it, yeah. I don't know what it is, but I, I, it really bothers me. I will yeah. say I understand that, especially when the person doesn't know what they want, and they're coming up to the drive-thru, and they're like, uh, can I... Can I just have a second, uh, please? Ma'am, it's Taco the, uh, Bell. It's the same menu it's always so been. My, yeah, mine's not even that. It's that I, I get it to the window. And if I don't know what I want, I'm just like, yeah, just a moment, please. And then I take the time. I decide what I want. And then I can't ask them for it. Like, I just can't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just spit, spit just, it out. It's the number one. And it's the, the, it's the other thing. Yeah, it just it turned it just goes south really quickly when I'm ordering. So it's, I have to interrupt a little bit. So we have um, a lot. We, we've been recording a few of these episodes. I think this is the eighth or ninth one that we've recorded. And we, we we've had a modicum of success. And one of the things that I think has contributed to that is not only just how we enjoy each other, but some of the inside jokes that we've been able to just make from the podcast in general. Like a lot of the jokes were inside jokes before we started, but some of them originated here. And one of the ones that has been so consistent is... What are you talking sharks about? Sharks are smooth. Sharks are smooth. <laughs> yes. And so we have, we have a we couple have a people. We have a live shark coming in today? <laughs> so Kate, uh, Kate's coming over. Dale's, Dale's standing behind her. It's for me? It's for Matthew. If I reach my hand in, am I going to get cut on <laughs> yeah, something? Yeah, put your, put, do a fist. Is this ironic? No, no, don't hold back. If this is shark skin, I'm going to be so impressed. I'm going to rub it all over my face. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know where this came from. Thank you, viewers. What does it say? What, is it, what does it say? It says, sharks are actually smooth as hell. <laughs> and there's a picture of a shark dressed like Bill Clinton. <laughs> um, and that's it. Nice. That's awesome. He's got the shark's got glasses on, and he's got and a, he's, a saxophone. He's, he's playing saxophone. some smooth jazz. He's not playing it. He's he's about to play it though. Uh, yeah. You know, the thing that I find most factually inaccurate about this is sharks don't have lips, so yeah, he couldn't play the saxophone. Yeah, <laughs> smooth. Yes, lipless. Just also, with his teeth. Yes. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so you have to now put that on right now. Yeah, right now. Okay. Yeah, and everyone's gonna watch. Look, I just Whoa, got this shirt on. Awesome. <laughs> that looks so good. You look like a shark. <laughs> Wait, jazz. hold on, hold on, hold on. Smooth. Ah, it was yeah. smooth both, both ways. ways. Yeah. Rub my hand on his shoulder. It's smooth both ways. <sighs> so that's that's just me. <laughs> that's the body butter. It's your part shark. Though. <laughs> it's the cocoa butter. Yeah, dude, that the ch- chamois butter. Is that what, how do you how do you say that word? C H A M O I S. Acai. <laughs> <laughs> that butter stuff is a lifesaver. I was covered up in that stuff when we went to Six Flags. Shamwell. <laughs> the shamwell Jimmy. butter. The you could just put butter. that butter on anything. <laughs> <laughs> the shamwell butter. So when I was uh when I was a student at Auburn, one of the classes that I had to take was uh was a public speaking course, which I think most people had to take as a as an incoming student or something along those lines. And you so said, you said at Auburn? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And so Wait, what? Why the tone of derision? I was just curious if if that's what he said. Yeah. Auburn. Clarification. You were questioning his speaking ability? His communication ability. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair. But yeah, so probably <laughs> in this class... Welcome to Hardy's. What do you want? <laughs> I'm so scared. Uh, in the class, the very first day, we, we walk in and the teacher, who was like, he was a really interesting guy, um, but he was just like, everybody take your shoes off at the door. And I was just like, no. Uh, what? This is weird. 
Then so took everyone take a picture. Just send it to this email. <laughs> Wait, so can you paint the picture? How many people are in this class? I mean, there's probably 25 or 30 people okay. in this public speaking class. You're not, not, you're not auditorium. No, no, no. It's not one of these like, <laughs> you know, multi-hundred, like Gosh. two or three hundred people. It's it's a, it's a, it's inside um, uh, the Haley Center. So you're, it's in one of those. Your average fourth grade class. B- yeah, basically. So we go in and now there's just shoes everywhere, all over the floor. And we all go sit down at a chair and uh, and once we're all in, he's like, all right, now I want everybody to go and pick up a pair of shoes that's not your shoes, right? <laughs> you know what that means? There are upwards of 600 toes out and about in that classroom. Yeah. It's gross. Out. These toes are all out. That's <laughs> not right. Yes, it They're is. They're just squiggling around. Like There's 10 toes per person, 30, 30 people. 300 toes. <laughs> Golly, hey, man. Hey, that's, still, for the extras. that's still more toes than I'm used to dealing with on a regular basis. <laughs> I was counting so. for the extras. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this so. one guy with like 100 <laughs> toes. <laughs> he had a lot of toes. His, shoes, toes. his shoes were huge, actually. He had like the clown shoes that were like bozos. Like but he actually needed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. 100 <laughs> so toes. I, so I go in. And I find these like New Balance that have been, you know, they've been worn. Um, just some athletic shoes. Uh, I think I wore flip flops that day. <laughs> and you took them. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, you make sure they're your size. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then I go sit down, and then he's like, "All right, so now what we're gonna do is we're all gonna give an impromptu speech as to who we think a person like." might wear these shoes like what this person would be like and so uh, my guy's a single dad um, <laughs> so like again i you can tell because he only has one shoe i already struggle with communicating uh with uh just in in general just with with people uh i get very i don't know i get nervous in in pu- especially in public environments and so um and so i'm sitting there thinking like it's the guys he's a hard worker uh he likes to play sports i i don't i don't know i guess i just start going through all these things about what i'm going to say i don't remember my speech i got up there i did it and it was just like if this is how this class is going to be i'm going to hate it that um that's the thing about like college public speaking courses is that everyone's got to have their gimmick i we had a public speaking course that was like your your slides for your powerpoint shouldn't have any words on it it should just be pictures and then like with like a, maybe a headline and then you should know what to say and just say it yeah. And so I took that I took that style to like my business law class and my professor was like, You're an idiot. Where like where are your slides? It's just a picture of a gavel. I'm like, yeah, this is what Auburn told me to do. This is, I don't know what you want from me. My uh my public speaking class gimmick was COVID nineteen. So online. Online. <laughs> online public speaking. Yeah. So literally Is that actually public hey, can speaking? Can you move your face closer no. to your laptop? Everybody listen, my turn. So, we didn't have to turn on our cameras, first of all. So, literally, what? Literally, I could sit there and I could read, like, the fitness gram pacer. (laughs) I could just read. That's the hardest part of public speaking, is you can't look down at your notes. Right. And I can sit there and just look at my notes. Sound the whole like a time. Barack Obama. Well, I think, just I, like, I I think the hardest part speech. of public speaking is looking out and seeing people looking at you. Yeah. But like, if you can keep your camera off and look at your notes, none of neither like they're not looking at you, yeah, you're and not you're even, not looking at them. The hardest, the, hardest part, the hardest part of public speaking is speaking. Like that's <laughs> that's the hardest part. The, hard, the hardest <laughs> part of public speaking is imagining all those people naked. Yeah, uh, in their underwear. <laughs> Especially if you haven't already seen them naked. And all their toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All their toes. Just all their toes. <laughs> <laughs> wrangling. Everybody's out. got ten toes per foot. <laughs> First day, your teacher's like, "Hey, just imagine no one's wearing shoes," and you're like, "Dude, please." <laughs> 
So putting it on full display. Yeah, he was also like really in, he encouraged all the students. There were a clubs around around the community that did like sort of these flash public speaking events where you would just like show up and then everybody would have Protests. five minutes to <laughs> <laughs> that might have been one of hey, just get on the street corner and yeah. yell about just, what you feel we will not take it bring some, anymore right, who's next <laughs> bring, some card, bring some cardboard um, end women's suffrage that's yeah. a good one end women's suffrage yeah that's an, that's yeah. an important thing the women are suffering <laughs> yeah I, I didn't know this please I didn't stop. know this world exists but I guess if you're a public speaking teacher you're kind of you're kind of in the know of all these types of things but yeah he was encouraging us to go to these events and it's like you got five minutes they'll give you a topic and then you have to put together a speech and then you stand up and it's like everybody claps it's like really encouraging and I'm like this dude has way too much time on his yeah. hands it's, <laughs> it's incredible the power that public speaking has like on someone's attitude like, you know that's why all those like courses not courses like the seminar conferences oh, exist di- where dictators you, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> stalin <laughs> um like the like the the motivational speaker is like that's why those people exist is because like you can actually be affected by what people say and my story goes off that exact idea when we were in um like middle school high school at our youth group at west huntsville baptist we would go to west westboro baptist west huntsville (laughs) okay west huntsville baptist and that's an important distinction we would go to these summer camps and our youth group we weren't necessarily rowdy but we would have we'd we have a good time We we would cause some problems and whatever it was fun and one of the things that started like my seventh or eighth grade year is we would do these like clan war pillow fights. And the way that we would, the way that you would distinguish who's in your clan or not is the way you would wear your towel on your body. So our church, wow. yeah, our church would <laughs> Did always you only have a towel. Cause <laughs> some people would, I, I kept my boxers on. Um, but you would take your shirt off and then, uh, and like your socks and shoes, everything like that. that. And then, yep. And And your shoes. So your toes. My toes are out. There was at least 600 toes. (laughs) All 20 of my toes were out and about. And then you had to go steal someone else's shoes and tell them all. I'm in the the towel shoe clan. (laughs) And and so it started off like we would just like face off against, I don't know why this started, but we would have these uh, aggressive pillow fights where you take, you know, you take your pillow and you fold it down halfway in the pillowcase. So it's kind of like a club. And he was swinging as hard as you could at people. It was so much Fill fun. Fill it up nickels. Yeah, yeah, soap. First off, we'd have like gladiator paddles. We'd have like all like 60 of our youth group, like all the guys sitting in the, in the dormitory style room. And two people are in the middle just like going to town, just like beating each other up with these pillows. Everyone's like, ah, this is great. This is, Yo, are you I, not entertained? Yeah, it's very, very much so that kind of vibe. And I one time babysitted kids and ba- babysat children. Yeah. And I made them do that. <laughs> I for, got like for your entertainment. I was like, yeah, I was like, go get all the pillows you can You're find a in the house. Dollars and yeah, ground. and I, I just made them put down all the pillows on the floor. And I was like, all right, I got to fight. I got a stack of Oreos yeah. right here. Whoever I just, wants. <laughs> I sat on top of the couch with a with a goblet of wine. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my brief lived baby babysatting yeah, career. Was the one yeah. job you had, babysitting, yeah. yeah. and then I went to Publix. <laughs> <laughs> So we we're in we're doing these like gladiator style things in our in our towel kilts. That's what we of course we were Scottish for whatever reason, and we would go like we went to like a, beard. a gas station. It was before I had a beard. I was uh, like in seventh grade. Yeah, and he, knew. Knew. he said what he said. We, yeah. we would go to like the, the, the gas station and get you know ginger ales like bu- glass bottle ginger ales and like crack them open on tables and like yeah and just drink them. 
and uh, other Wait. meat screws. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. Wait, what? <laughs> yum yum glass. Wait, did you just like s- like slicing like gums and stuff? No, like they, like they were the pop off ones. So you know you would hit it, uh, you put it a yeah, yeah, corner on, on the, the table, table. and you would smack the top I've, of it. I've drank a beer before. Yeah, yeah well, some but people haven't. At, but you're at youth <laughs> camp, so who who knew how to do that? Because that was the kid ale. that needed. Oh, yeah, that was the kid that needed Jesus. <laughs> the bearded ginger ale drinkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the so, Scottish. <laughs> so so we ha- we've established like our clan identity. We're Scottish and we wear towels as kilts. We've spent the first three days of this camp just beating each other up with pillows. And other youth groups have noticed that it's a thing. And like, this sounds like a ton of fun. We want to do it too. But they would all have their own specific towel identity. And there's some guys that would like wrap it around their heads like a turban. Other guys would like wear them as capes. And there was like, oh, the turban guys are upstairs. We got to go up to the stairwell. We got to go get them. They're going to be there at 3.30. We got to make sure that we sneak attack. So we'll we'll come down from both stairwells at 3.35. And like it was ridiculous and a ton of fun. And we had like organized flanks where like, we, like we're engaged in battle. And the other people go down the stairwell, come up another one and like get them from my, it was It was Tons of fun. Where are the chaperones during all of this? Are they just like they're, they're watching? They're, they're, just, they're, they're locked just in a broom loving, closet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so just loving the the camaraderie. Yeah, and all like of nobody's that. getting yeah. hurt. Like nobody's being mean about it. Like, they're like thumbs they're up, like, thumbs they're like down. They're like bartering. They're like got yeah. bit, they got like bets on. It's like some, and some was, bookies I out in the front. Like who's got fifty on those? They're like <laughs> Scots. They're like recording this and sending it to really elite people to bet on to see who wins. Squid Games. Yeah, it's Squid Games. Yeah, I actually just speaking of like what Matthew happened. I have with Matthew. Last week, that just unlocked a memory for me. I remember there was this big Samoan guy that took his sleeping bag and rolled it up in like a body pillow and was like, <laughs> like the juggernaut has arrived. <laughs> that, oh. Have you ever seen ever seen Roroni Kinchin? This is a deep yes. cut. You're, yeah. The guy with the big sword. What's his name? Um, the friend Cloud that, Strife. No, yeah, it, that, that sword is like Cloud Sword. Yeah, G- guts. Whatever his name is. Anyway, it's just this monster, Sep- like Sepharal. monster club, like swinging around and just obliterating kids. Like he was like a senior in high school, hitting seventh graders, and he was, like flying <laughs> against the walls. He was twenty three. <laughs> he was held back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so, so our, our like, we would we started doing that, and then it progressed over the years to other camps. We started going to this camp called Snowbird, where we eventually got in trouble for doing it because we would like sneak into other people's cabins in the middle of the night and ambush them. Which is, we like, got horses. Just put the pillow. <laughs> you just have the pillow. He's like, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. You lose. No, but we, so a kid, so a kid died. Life. So we had to stop doing it. No, but we, no, we ended up getting in trouble because there was this one kid that apparently had put batteries in his pillowcase like an idiot and like had actually hurt people. And, like, you've ruined <laughs> years actually, of fun. Actually giving concussions to people. Yeah. Like, it was, and we had to like apologize in front of the camp and like, it was stupid. Is that the public speaking part <laughs> no no the public speak, the public speaking part was Dear other campers <laughs> is we, we would we're hitting you with them triple a we would like rally our clan like we would like because we kept the, tr- the 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 kilt thing every year like and so we were the people wearing towels around their waist beating people up with pillows every like, like we seriously would sneak into people's cabins in the middle of the night with like someone would have four cans of silly string everyone else would have their pillow we'd turn on the lights and just ah like silly string and pillows, and like the counselors were like, "This is hilarious!" Like, this is like we just got raided by these guys in towels and pillows, and then they ran away. And like, it's just, it's just, it's just fun. But you would have someone, uh, one of my buddies, Nate, and then another guy named Chase. They would be like, "For too long, 
the turbines upstairs have have lorded over us on the fourth floor, <laughs> and we are going. Like everyone, like as a seventh grader, I'm like, yes, I'm part of the group. <laughs> I have friends. My bloodlust is growing. <laughs> this is like a hype speech, like yeah. William Wallace from like, from yeah, Braveheart. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, turned around. And they take our lives. <laughs> it, but like it, it totally like that. Like just having someone that's confident in front of you, being like, we're doing this together. Like me as a kid, I'm like. Heck yes, let's freaking go. I'd like to imagine this in like 300 style. Like, it's, it's exactly like <laughs> you guys stopping just this yeah. mass army coming it's at you. It's totally real. Like you watch Game of Thrones or any of these other ones where you have those like, or like uh, Lord of the Rings b- before. The Rohirrim. Yes, yeah. when they're about to charge and, and return Death! to Death! Yo, what is he saying? I don't know. <laughs> Yo, is he saying Death? <laughs> What? What? <laughs> Charge! Okay. Yeah, like like that kind of stuff actually gets me amped up. Like, yeah. you had you had the same thing. Remember the Titans when, you know, like the, the left side, the, strong side. Yeah, like like yeah. like I don't know what it is about like <laughs> a, a confident public speaker that can really motivate people, but that's strong. totally a thing. And you will do anything for people oh, that yeah. have that have good rhetoric. You know, that's why we talked we were talking about earlier. Like, why is it always the the authoritarian tyrants hey. that that get all the people to believe in them? They don't get past public speaking. <laughs> you don't go into art school one time and it all goes <laughs> That's a Hitler that, joke. That is a Hitler joke. <laughs> Probably won't put that Wait, one in. Are, are we allowed to make Hitler jokes? Because <laughs> so. what's that mount, what's that Mountain Dew flavor? This notepad <laughs> full of Hitler jokes. So this reminds me of a time in middle school where we would have huge airsoft wars. Uh, uh, people would show up and we would have different classes. So one person would be like the pistol. One person would have the sniper. Nice. One guy would just This is have a generation the, raised by a Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One person would have... It was my friend Judd. He would have this... Uh, this kind of like backpack strap thing, but like it would like only a bandolier be, strap. Yeah, 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 and it would only be those airsoft grenades. What? So you could, you <laughs> we have like the grenadier in the grenades. Yeah. Were Literally. those things? Do they do they work? I saw ads for them as a kid. I was like, oh, it looks so cool. But it in would, my head, I was like, there's no way that would. It would. It was not pressurized enough to. Uh, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah, it would just kind of. <laughs> me, me, and a buddy made one ourselves, and we just took like packaging tape and made it into like this clear box that was like maybe six inches cubed. It was yeah. pretty huge. And then we shoved an M80 in the middle of it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, and we filled it up, the rest of it with pellets. <laughs> and awesome. we just like lit it and we were just like staring at it in awe. And then we're like, we need to get out of here now. <laughs> yeah, it blew up. It, it did a good job. It, a good job. it, it yeah. was effective. Yeah, it, it actually it killed a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's in the hospital. <laughs> but yeah, we would, we would have different classes. So I think I was either the pistol guy or I had just a regular AR scrub. Kind of assault rifle thing. Nobody wants to be the pistol guy. Everybody wants <sighs> to be the sapper. Unless you have, <laughs> unless you have unless dual you, pistols. Unless you're dual yeah. wielding. Yeah. yeah. But we, it's hard to dual wield spring loaded <laughs> pistols though. With <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to like <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> But my friend, it was at, at his house and he had a ton of land. So we would go back to this river and then the other side would be a huge pasture. So you had trees in between and one team would start at the river, the other team would start at the other side of the pasture. Uh and little did we know that the team that we were going up against, which were my other friends, had invited two college guys. At this point we're like in seventh With real grade. Guns. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> I genuinely we're thought definitely they gonna were. win because <laughs> <laughs> we we all had like the cheapo spring loaded like airsoft rifles. They got like the CO two powered yeah, they, electric they had, guns, yeah, crazy yeah. ones that really hurt. <laughs> we'll get to that. But we we would start at the river and then just run into the woods. And a few of us would go around and like try to ambush them. Whatever. 
usual military tactics, but mm, typical Sun Tzu art of war. Yeah, yeah. And what we realized was, my friend Jacob had this awesome country voice with <laughs> like deep South country voice. Give us an example. How are y'all doing? <laughs> as, as a seventh grader. Yeah, literally. literally. Hey, damn boys, how's it going he, down there? He was yeah. the one that hit puberty before all of us, so uh. his voice was really deep, and he he would get us all hyped for these airsoft matches, so we'd be over there going, all right, y'all, we're going to split up into two groups. One side is going to go this way. The other side's going to ambush like, from behind. Can I get a hoorah? Are you pushing, are you pushing rocks with a stick <laughs> on the ground? <laughs> The enemy forces are going to be expected on the left <laughs> flank. We're going to take him from the right. I hate to say this, but he sounded like a Civil War <laughs> leader. And he had the beard and sideburns <laughs> yeah. to match. But it would rally us up to the point where I was so pumped running to that other side, like losing my mind, sprinting all out. It was me and my friend Judd running over there. And at one point, we're like in the bushes waiting for them to come thinking that they're going to come around this like bend or something. And the two college guys come up behind us without us real realizing it. And I turn and Judd, poor Judd wore shorts that day instead of jeans. And he just got lit up. Like they were just <laughs> <laughs> spraying Agent him down. Orange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it didn't. It got <laughs> What the heck? Literally, he w- he was bleeding from like the knees down, oh and like, poor poor guy was like he looked crying. Like, he looked like, like you, Leg- yeah. legless from legless. the knees well, down. That's me. Legless. Can't tell from the Le- cameras. Legless but, Legless. But yeah, it yeah. was like it didn't matter how how bad we wanted it from the like the public speaking that Jacob gave us. It was like <laughs> we immediately just got put down. That's what there's. There are so the the tears of airsoft guns are so dramatic. Yeah. You know, like, you, you get the cheapo spring-loaded pistols that are one shot at a time, and maybe you get one that's, like, it you're, shoots You're plinking fast. bottles in your backyard. Yeah, yeah. like, you're just yeah. you're just messing around. But then, like, there's the next year, which is, like, you get a battery-powered one, for, like, the $40 clear one from Walmart that was, like, it would kind of spray really a little good. bit, which that was yeah. fun. But then you get the guys that are, like, the CO2 sniper rifles that are sh- basically shooting bullets at you. If this was metal, you it would hurt, die. Have you ever so seen bad. the no auto inside video? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where, he's like, hey, hey, man, no auto inside. He's like, this isn't full auto. This is full auto. <laughs> <laughs> and the dude just goes, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's th- these, uh, I We used to play Airsoft at our church, same youth group. Um, and we get permission with our youth pastor to play inside the church. And our church no is like a, he has an older, bigger building with lots of like cinder block walls. It was t- perfect. Literally, for Call of Duty map. Yes, it was awesome. <laughs> <Actually>. Church, <laughs> but there's there's this guy that like was like Good loosely associated outs. with the youth group. His name was Colin. I used to call him. I used to call him the thumb wrestle guy because I met him at VBS and we would thumb wrestle all the time. If you guys remember, I have a picture of his foot when he cut it in half with an axe. Do you remember this? Yes, I remember seeing this. Yeah. You have a lot of pictures the of toe feet. Which one are you talking about? <laughs> what? The toe wrestle guy? <laughs> yeah, no. No, no, his, 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 his cutting Ended wood. His whole career. And it, it went through his steel-toed boots and like split his foot what? like a banana. Like, it's the grossest picture. I, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty so filthy. That guy. loves some feet pictures. Anyway, he was loosely Didn't associated with... to Trey's public speaking? <laughs> 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 he was loosely associated with the youth group, but we were playing inside one day, and he showed up, but we didn't know that he was there. And we're playing protect the president kind of game. And we're in, the, there's a stairwell. It's like a 
a multi-landing stairwell. It's all concrete, and so like you, yeah. it echoes really well. And so they're coming down, and I'm trying to like get the president, you know, pew pew pew, with my little pistol. And then you hear this, and like it's hitting the cardboard in front of me, just like they have an attack chopper, just like like a rail gun or whatever. Yeah, like a huge. I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna die. I was like, who the heck is that? And you and it's like you win. And like he comes down, and it's like you know, like four and a half feet long, and he has like multiple CO two cartridges like on yeah. his jacket. Like he has a whole second kid to carry half the gun. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, dude, you cannot yeah. use this. I'm sure that like this seven hundred dollar airsoft gun is awesome, but like I am not gonna get shot <laughs> by this guy. Yeah. That's also where my youth pastor broke my sniper rifle that I had because like an idiot, I put it in the room. Like I just he was in the room, and I stuck my my barrel into the room. He just goes. And shuts the door, and my barrel goes, <laughs> breaks right off. That was really mad. I will say, one of the worst pains I've ever experienced was airsoft related. We went, uh, I was like, it was with the Boy Scouts. Some dude just had a farm, and he was like, hey, my uncle said we can go out to his farm and play airsoft. It's and always like, on the yeah. farm. We were like, yeah, cool. That sounds like fun. So, of course, it's Boy Scouts, and there's only four of us who are older than 16. And the rest are like brand new children, fresh yeah. out the womb. <laughs> yeah, so like six year old Matthew. <laughs> I was sixteen year old <laughs> Matthew. No, I was like eighteen at this point. So genuinely children, just twelve year olds and what have you. But of course, as it goes, when it's like older kids and younger kids, it's like, all right, well, the older kids are on one team and all the younger kids, you guys can just... Sure. Two you, on 20. You guys will figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, we're using all sorts of guerrilla warfare tactics. We're dressing up like gorillas. <laughs> yeah. No, we we had, like, a John boat at one time, and <laughs> we straight <laughs> up, like, boat? shield wall, <laughs> goosh, 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 like, shooting <laughs> over the top of it. No like, way. Yeah. So, I'm running around, and I had borrowed a gun from... Uh, yeah, I had borrowed a gun from... From my friend and it was like a gun that shoots like a thousand rounds per minute so i'm like <laughs> i'm freaking good to go like i could have i could have genuinely taken on the world at that point so of course i'm not taking on the world i'm taking on like 12 12 year olds <laughs> how many 12 year olds because you're taking a fist fight in a fist fight yeah like 40 that's like a lot. that's a lot of 12 year olds i get them into a choke point and then I'd start choking them. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we're good. No, but they had fortified themselves up, like, in this little concave area of hay bales. And we decided, like, yeah, we're just going to run up and just <laughs> reach over the top and just shoot them in the top of the head a whole bunch. And they'll stop playing. Like, yeah, that makes sense. We win. Yeah. But the thing that I gravely miss under... under Stamped. Underestimated. Underestimate. Thank you. you. Got it. Thing that I misunderestimate. <laughs> <laughs> Spit the word out. Yeah. So all these kids have like thing I didn't expect. Brand new guns bought the day before by their parents. Yeah. Full auto electronic airsoft rifles, and I'm like, I've got a good one too, but like, it's the caliber right there. Yeah. You know, you got again your 12, 12 year olds with. Full auto weapons. And That's like a ton of toes. This is as me well. with the one. Yeah, twelve hundred. We're not talking about the twelve-year-old toes, okay? There's a line, Will. So I remember, I, I like sprint up, and I just make it to these hay bales, and I reach over the top with my gun, and I go to fire, and it just goes, clank, 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 and nothing comes out. And of course, like these twelve baby birds just turn and look up at me arched over the top and this one kid has like a little AK-47 and he just mag dumps me in the <laughs> chest and it was just icy hot pain straight into my sternum and I straight up just like 
instant fetal position. <laughs> like my legs left the ground to make the fetal position. You were lifted off the ground. By <laughs> and I just guy. and I just fell. I and I was just. Then they all come in lines outside of the uh, and then the they started and they just start filing. One out kid pulled out a, a spork and started trying to take off my scalp. I was just like, "What is happening?" Yeah, I, I misunderestimated all of them. What what hurts worse, airsoft or paintball? I think that paintball instills fear in me more than airsoft does. Yeah. But airsoft definitely those little like pinpricks. I think it's I think it's more temporary with airsoft. Sure. Paintball, I think, has a much longer-lasting. So, yeah, because if it if it breaks, it doesn't hurt very bad. It doesn't hurt as bad. As bad. But like, you, so you get shot with a paintball gun, like you're definitely gonna have a welt. It might turn black and blue around where you got it. Maybe yeah. it breaks the skin, but it's a lot more of like a like a concussive sort of like, yeah, a concussive sort of force, like yeah. getting beat up with soap and socks. Well, there's more mass to the to a paintball, so it's gonna like, it's gonna inflict more. I don't know, just damage, damage to your, to your flesh when it hits you. Yeah. Like if you, if you have, if you have clothes on, right. So if you're wearing like a long sleeve shirt, long sleeve pants, get hit with an airsoft, you're going to feel the sting, but you get hit with a paintball. You're still going to have like a bruise there. Like yeah. I guess, I guess the reason I'm asking is like when you're playing paintball, you're always pretty much covered up. Like you've got jeans on or like you've got a mask on yeah. all that kind yeah. of stuff. With airsoft, you're usually like t-shirts and shorts. Like you're yeah. just running around, like getting hit. And like, I have scars on my arm from airsoft where we would play because we would play like unlimited hits like you can uh, you can take the pain you can keep going kind of thing yeah. you want to know how we got these scars yeah <laughs> well we were seven and <laughs> we had these airsoft pistols no it's so like we, yeah because i was like all all over my left arm are these little white scars from yeah. where we would be like acne <laughs> <laughs> freckles um where we would just line up in front of each other and just be like ah, like, just play yeah. chicken yeah, with just, the airsoft gun. Yeah. yeah, and so like I have, I have like all my left arm is covered up with these airsoft scars. But like paintball, you get shot once and you're done, usually, right? But with usually, airsoft, you yeah. like, well, we would just you take don't it. Have brothers? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Paintball is definitely scary, like more scary than airsoft is. You're in the mask in paintball. It's scary. And you're like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, because it's you're fogging like, up. Fog yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You get yeah. claustrophobic real quick for uh, some reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just had a, that exact memory with paintball. We were playing my stupid youth group again. We were playing, we had like a new, like a revolving New Year's Eve party where like party started at 10 p.m. and it ended at like 1 a.m. We would go to like this person's house for dinner, this person's house for dessert, whatever. Mm. But at midnight, we were going to an indoor paintball place in Huntsville and everyone, you had to pay your own way. I ended up paying like $100 because I wanted to like have a, enough paintballs to play all the games. And we're going into the last game and I had just dropped my last 20 to buy another, you know, two canisters of paint. And uh, they say go. We run out there, and um, I'm like guarding a tunnel kind of thing. And then behind, I get shot in the back, and I'm like, "What the heck? How did that happen?" One of my teammates up at the top betrayal. <laughs> yeah. One of my teammates at the top had shot me because he didn't think I was on his team. He's like, "Oh, it's Chris." Like, apparently, it was a conversation that happened up in the bunker. They're like, oh, "Is Chris on our team?" Uh, no, he's not. Get him. And I'm like, "I'm facing away from you." Like, how did, how, they, did they call you out? Yes, that's lame. And I had just spent twenty bucks buying paint. I was so mad. <laughs> did you at least Caleb? Keep, Caleb keep, Jones. Caleb Jones. If you listen, I still remember this. I'm still mad at you for shooting. He like joined still, the navy or something. I right? still have those two things of paintballs that I never yeah. got to use. <laughs> no, because I immediately he dumped joined. them into a wall. <laughs> still salty about that. I was so. I bet you he's salty too. Mad. Because he's in <laughs> the navy. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs>
I hate you. Still thinking about you. <laughs> Traitor. Traitor. <laughs> so, like, glossophobia, the fear of public speaking is, like, legitimately a thing, right? So, I think what I read was that 75% of people have some form of glossophobia. The number one fear in the world. It is the number one fear of the world. It's also the one fear that won't actually cause you to die, right? I mean, unless you have, like, a really bad heart and you try to do public speaking and have a heart attack. But for the most part, like, lightning will kill you. Smooth sharks can kill you. All the fears that are legitimate fears, this is the one that, like, a lot of people struggle with but don't actually... Like, it can't hurt you. So uh, I want to encourage you with this, is that when you're speaking in public is to, one, be yourself. We learned that you can't be too good at it because you might be a fascist dictator who takes <laughs> over the world. So don't be too good at it. But enjoy, enjoy what, you're too, what you're talking about. Be, be knowledgeable about it if you're going to be talking to people. And, uh, and just have fun. That's public speaking. There it is. Trey Talk, Matthew Talk, Will Talk, Train Talk. We did it. Foot talk. Ladle world. <laughs> In a technology ladle world. We really appreciate you guys giving us a listen. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media. On Instagram, it's at thewebdevs. You can see more behind-the-scenes footage and content at b3mg.com slash webdevs. We are really excited that you guys have been listening to us. Thank you for the downloads, the subscriptions, all that kind of stuff. You guys are the best, and we look forward to your foot picks. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Next week. You